0: Shalom and welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Carl Whitehead. In this podcast I'd like to return to our source text that we were learning from in Genesis forty-seven twenty-nine, where we discovered that in the conversation between Yaakov and Yosef that Yaakov was teaching Yosef a deep insight into how humanity can function in regards to kindness and truth. And we discovered that in the text there is an allusion to this word pillar, the word amud. Now there's something very interesting about this word that I didn't discuss in my previous podcasts, and, but I did make reference to the way the word is spelt in Torah in this verse, again in Genesis 47, verse 29. Because as you recall, in the narrative, Yaakov says to Joseph, So he's saying, and do with me, or do for me, this kindness, a kindness and a truth. And so we were able to read into this and infer from the text that underlying the words that Yaakov was using was he was saying, and make with me a pillar or pillars of truth and kindness. And I made reference to this word, Imadi, which is spelt with an iron, a mem. A Dalet and a Yod. Now we've discovered that, iron Mem Dalit can be read Amud. But what about the Yod that's attached to this word? Now I didn't, I haven't talked about this yet because, this struck me as something very interesting, and so I went on a bit of a journey, and this journey has taken me to some interesting places, and I want to share, share those with you today because. I've talked about the way of kindness and with particular I talked about how the way of kindness or kindness as alluded to in the Proverbs, that kindness will not forsake us. So when we choose the way of kindness, when we choose to put kindness before truth, that style of living, that lifestyle, the nature and character that develops in us because of that choice will never forsake us. And there's something really profound that I found when I was pondering this word Imadi and translating it as mood with a Yod on the end. So we know that the letter Yod is the tenth letter in the alphabet, and so its its numerical value or its gematria is 10, so it's, it's the, ordinarily it's the 10th letter, so this is the final letter in the alphabet that follows the ordinal numerics for its gematria, so we have Aleph through Yod, the first 10 letters which are 1 through 10 in number value. So what I would want to share with you today is the journey that I went on pondering and meditating on why this Yod is attached to this word Imadi, if we can read it as a mood, because the Yod seems superfluous but of course as we know in a Torah every letter, every word, every sentence every verse, every every paragraph, every chapter, every book. Every, every, the way it is written is by divine design. So we can't dismiss the yod, and to do so would cause us to miss out on something very beautiful. Now, what I discovered when uh, reading in Exodus 25, verse 8, this verse says, Viasu li mikdash ve shachanti which we translate is, as, And make for me a sanctuary, and I will dwell in their midst. Now in this verse, there is the word veshachanti, which is spelt with vav, a shin, a kaf, a noon, a tav, and a yod. And while reading this verse and looking at the commentary of the Baal Khaturim, on this verse, the Baal Ha-turam points out that this word veshachanti can be read as two words. And this is the source text that I'm going to use to, to show you what, why this yod is attached to the word imadi when we translate it as amud. The Baal HaTurim states that Veshachanti can be read as two words, and those and those two words are Veshachan, Tavyod. So, what is he doing here? Veshachan, Veshachan, is translated as and dwell. And he does a very interesting thing, which I had not been aware of previously. He takes the tav and the yod and attributes to them numerical value to get the 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 sum of four hundred and ten. So, if you take the word shachan by itself, it's he he did dwell, but when we add the vav to the beginning of again, the vav becomes a transformative. And it changes the verb into a future tense. So, veshachan, and he will dwell, tav yod. Now, the numerical value of the letter tav is 400. And, of course, the numerical value of yod is 10. So, 410. Now, why does the Baal HaTuram point this out? So, the Baal HaTuram is pointing out here that that in using the word will and I will dwell, now 410 years is the number of years that the first temple stood. Now we're talking here about the Temple of Solomon. So from the, the day that the, the temple was finished in its construction to the day that it was um, destroyed by the Babylonians, 410 years. Now, isn't that amazing? So what that showed me is that coming back to our word Imadi, when we translate the first three letters, the, uh, the iron, the Mem, and the Dalet is Amud, Amud, Yod, a pillar of ten, or ten pillars. Now, this is where things get very exciting, because what does this ten reference to? And what is, what is God trying to teach us here in the narrative between Yaakov and Yosef about building pillars or becoming a pillar of kindness and truth? How do we do that? What are the things that God has given us, the tools through his word that he gives us to allow us to establish the way of kindness. And how is that kindness a reflection of his nature and character to us? So now we've got the numerical value of 10. So a pillar, 10, 10 pillars, pillars of 10. So now we are immediately drawn to the numerics of 10. And for me, our first stop must be the 10 commandments. And isn't it amazing when you, when you follow the way of kindness through the word of God, how much it starts leaping out at you and becoming more significant. Again, we've all read the Ten Commandments. We, we, we've heard them. They're, they're a part of our life. Uh, the moral fiber of many of our laws in the Western world are founded upon the principles Of the Ten Commandments And look what it says In chapter 20 Let's start at verse 4 In the book of Exodus Where God is saying Don't make for yourself statues and images Of things that are in heavens Or things that are below on the earth Or that which is in the water beneath the earth Don't bow down to them Don't worship them Why? For I am Hashem Ki an I am the Lord your God And who is a jealous God Now listen to this Who visits the sins of the fathers upon the children Unto the third generation and fourth generation For those who are his enemies Now that's important So those who choose to become enemies of God Now look what it says in verse 6 This is beautiful This is the kiss of heaven This is is the character and the nature of towards God. What does it say? But who acts with chesed, with kindness, to thousands, and I love this word, li ala, li alafim, to thousands of those, of generations of those who love me and to those who observe my commandments. Mitzvotai. Oh, and here's the, the, the wonderful thing about this word where it's translated as for thousands or two thousands of generations. Because the words Aleph, uh, which is translated as a thousand here, or Alephim, so they generally translate it as to two thousand. Because what's the first instance of a plural of something is two. You've got to have a minimum of two for something to be plural. But the word Aleph itself as a thousand really means a number an innumerable number, a number that can't really be counted or quantified. Now think about this. Stop and think about this for a minute. When, when humanity or when mankind chooses to become an enemy of God, the results of that enmity affects four generations. But when, when we love God, when we love His ways. When we, in other words, when we choose to make the ways of God the priority of our heart and our desire, it unlocks the the attribute of kindness and the ways of kindness for an innumerable amount of generations. This is the ultimate form of generational blessing just by placing the value of our heart's desire towards the ways of God. And here he calls them his commandments. And so we can just simply look at the Ten Commandments as a way of unlocking multi-generational blessing. And so we establish ourselves as pillars when we put the framework of these Ten 10 ways of God, these 10 commandments As a priority In our lives Because again, a pillar What does a pillar do? A pillar holds up the house It serves The structure of the house It strengthens The, the integrity and the way of the house So God, and this is the thing That is so beautiful About his relationship with us God places his Reputation in In our hands. And so through the narrative, through this beautiful narrative in Genesis between Yaakov and Yosef, God is communicating to us something profound. He's saying, Amud Yod, become pillars that reflect my attribute of kindness through the ways that I am instructing you. And there's something very, very beautiful as well. I just want to quickly sort of point out to us here in closing in uh, that we find in the Talmud and particularly in Pirkei Avot or Pirkei Avos which is translated as Ethics of Our Fathers in a Mission 13 there. says something really quite, quite profound that when we reflect upon it, again does something amazing. It, points us towards this, the numerics of 10. And I want to quickly talk about this. So in Mishnah 13 and Perkei Avot 4.13, it says this, Rabbi Eliezer Ben Yaakov says, He who fills even a single mitzvah, a single commandment, gains himself a single advocate. And he who commits even a single transgression gains himself a single accuser. Repentance and good deeds are like a shield against retribution this is quite interesting so the maharal uh, has just got a beautiful commentary on this verse and i just want to quickly read it to us in closing and just just to get us thinking and and discussing how this impacts us he says Mishnah 12 taught that Torah study is a broad engagement with far-reaching results. In contrast to the very specific effects of doing a mitzvah, as this Mishnah now describes, the rabbis highlighted this difference when they said, and here's something interesting, that these are the precepts whose fruits a person enjoys in this world, but whose principle remains intact for him in the world to come. What are they? Honoring of father and mother, 1. Acts of kindness, 2. Early attendance at the house of study, morning and evening, 3. Hospitality to guests, 4. Visiting the sick, 5. Providing for a bride, 6. Escorting the dead, 7. Absorption in prayer, 8. Bringing peace between man and his fellow, 9. And the study of Torah is equivalent to them all, number 10. Isn't that fascinating? Nine things are enumerated, and Torah study brings the total to ten. A number that represents the fusion of separate parts into a complete entity. Stop and think about those beautiful words for a moment. So when Amud Yod, when we come at a pillar of ten, what are we doing? It's a fusion of the separate into a complete entity. Oh my gosh, isn't that beautiful? We can stop there and just and just be in awe at the wonder of the simple journey that God has begun us on because of this one word in Genesis 47, 29. Imadi, <laughs> which we have now translated as Amud, Yod, pillars of 10. God is instructing us that when when we seek out the instances of these 10 things that, are, that we find in his word and we enact those things into our life, let's just start with the 10 commandments, that we are going to bring a fusion into ourselves that is going to bring a fullness of that expression as a single expression in and through us, bringing us into greater completion to be able to walk in the ways of God. Because why? Because we are establishing kindness, and this is a reflection of his heart towards us, kindness, chesed, the capacity, the capacity to have spiritual support in the physical realm. Oh my gosh, such a beautiful word, I love the word chesed, I love its nature and its character, and, and the way it engages with us to bring us to fuse us, fuse us, fuse us with, fuse us with, greater completion. Uh, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Hakodesh Baruch Hu. Hallelujah.